This time on Past Deadline, this week's news in 60 seconds, and guest host and sports editor Austin Chastain takes over to interview esports athlete Zach Saffron, his coach Catherine Hanchon, and CM Life sports reporter Catherine Schultz. I'm your host, podcast editor Ben Ackley, and this is Past Deadline, your behind-the-scenes look at Central Michigan life. Here's this week's news in 60 seconds. Former CMU telecommunications technician Tony Yeager is no longer employed by the university. Yeager retired from CMU on August 31st after junior Rondo Sanders filed a complaint against him pertaining to racist comments Yeager made on August 26th at Cheers Neighborhood Grill. According to a September 14th media release, the search for Central Michigan's next athletic director has been narrowed to three candidates. Amy Folan, the executive senior associate athletics director at the University of Texas, Michigan State's Deputy Athletic Director Alan Haller, and Derek Vandemer, former CMU football player and current Assistant Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at Arizona University. September 15th through October 15th, Hispanic Heritage Month will be celebrated virtually and through grab-and-go activities on CMU's campus. Events are to include painting, a cooking demonstration, and several lectures on biases, Spanish language dialects, stereotypes that Latinx people face, and more. The full schedule can be found at the Multicultural Academic Student Services website. Up next, sports editor Austin Chastain takes over to talk to esports athlete Zach Saffron, his coach Catherine Hanchon, and CM Life sports reporter Catherine Schultz. Hello and welcome in to past deadline i am your host austin chastain i'm also the sports editor at at central michigan life doing things a little bit differently um this week uh we have a a sports centered episode for you for you today i guess this week however you want to however you want to go about it in in the zoom calls you know i would say normally along you know side by side with but we're going to say um we're, we're going to say in the Zoom call, um, we have Catherine Schultz, our staff reporter, who put together a wonderful piece um, on the CMU esports team. And also in the call, we have uh, CMU esports head coach and advisor, Cat Hanchen. We're going to go with Cat here. And um, League of Legends player, Zach Zafron, who is a junior from Waterford. So well, let's just get right into it. Um, so, Catherine, um, first, tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't, I don't know if um, if our readers and followers have uh, had the opportunity to meet you yet. They have not. Um, I am Catherine. I am a sophomore at CMU. Um, I started working for CM Life in the spring, um, doing bits and pieces for sports. I did some uh, women's basketball cover, or not men, women's, uh, men's basketball coverage, or, um, and then gymnastics coverage. And um, and then I did a, after the shutdown, I did a university uh, recreation and um, CrossFit story which I think picked up really well. Um, so I'll be covering esports for the remainder of the semester, and I'm very excited to do so. There's a lot of good things in the works for it, and I'm really, really excited to get to work with these people and get esports out there to the world. Well, absolutely, and, and you've had a little bit of experience with, with the esports, and specifically the CMU esports team. Yes. Uh, give us a little bit of, of background of uh, your experience 
um, with with the esports program? So last year I tried out and made the varsity Overwatch team, um, which was called Maroon at the time, but technically it would be like the gold, the first string. Um, so it was still at the club level at that time under the CMU Esports Club um, before we made all the transitions and um, and then before SAI really you know took attention to it and picked it up and said, hey, we want to do something with this. And um, I thought it was really cool to be a part of the entire thing, you know. Um, you know, we went in November. Uh, everybody went to Western Michigan, and we had this big, you know, tournament. It was super fun. Um, and then in the spring, you know, things kind of slowed down. Um, the Overwatch team actually did really well in their test of the season in the spring, um, which unfortunately came to a close against, I think, Kansas. Um, so it was a bit of a heartbreaker, but we still had a lot of fun. Um, I don't really play the game much anymore, but I do have like a lot of knowledge of um, most of you know esports. I um, pay like pay attention to the pro leagues. You know, I kind of have a general understanding of what's going on, and I'm just really excited to be able to write about it for a life. Awesome, and and this this uh, this story that was on our print edition this week uh, was your first cover story. Um, mm-hmm. I think you had had the the, the one gymnastics um, story from last year. Um, yeah. Kind of it just, the, it just made print, but it wasn't anything, you know, right. But th- so this was your first cover story. Um, you know, when, uh, when we had discussed that it was going to be the, be the cover story, um, you know, I guess what, how, how excited were you about it? And uh, you know, I guess, what was it like to uh, put together the story? Um, it was super fun to put together this story overall. But when I first learned that um, it was going to be a cover story, you know, I was nervous. Um, you you know, we mentioned that we were going to do an esports edition. And initially, I thought, you know, I had this, you know, smaller story idea. And I was like, you know, okay, it's just going to be like, like, you know, a little... Um, not the headline cover story, but like the, you know, still in the headlines. Um, And I thought it would just be like a smaller story. Um, And then you told me it would be the cover story. And I'm like, okay, you know, we were initially going to run with a smaller idea of, you know, player profiles and just to understand like, um, you know, extracurriculars and common co-curriculars that esports players have just to highlight and how cool they are, you know, the kind of stuff they do. And then um, figured out it was going to be the cover cover story. And I was, you know, I was nervous. I was like, we need something bigger. And we came up with something bigger and it's really awesome. Zach, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go to you next. Um, if you would introduce yourself, tell us a little bit of, about, uh, about yourself. I obviously mentioned that you're a junior from Waterford, but right. there's, a, there's a lot, I think there might be a lot more <laughs> to, to you than that. So right, please go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Of course. I, uh, yes, I'm Zach. Uh, I'm a junior here. I'm a computer science major. Uh, I do play League of Legends. If anybody that follows that, I play AD carry, which is like the carrying role of the game. Uh, I'm in the marching band at Central, so I play the mellophone. So if you ever listen, know that I'm there. Uh, oh, geez. I could go on and on, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, Maybe I can't. I don't even know. What else do you want to know? We kind of explore it in the story a little bit too, but um, 
you uh you you're one of the one of the one of the people that um was part of the League of Legends club at first when you first got to CMU and then you were you're able to see it go from a club level to a varsity level. I mean, and like I said, I know that we explored it in the story, but right. just what was that experience like? Um, Cause you kind of had one of the bigger voices in, in that movement. Um, so what was that, what was that, what was that um, change like for you? And um, you know, I guess, how excited are you to the, that um, esports has such great attention level? I think that uh especially when it started to change and it started getting more attention to the university, I thought like, well, I was thinking really far into the future at first, like, you know, I'm a part of the beginning of it. Like maybe someday it'll be like put on somewhere in the sack, you know, like that these people were people that started and it makes me like really excited to be a part of the very beginning of it for CMU as well as a lot of universities all across the U S um, I think that when it transitioned as well, it got a lot more serious in terms of players being serious about the team, as well as everybody around, you know, like production being a lot more serious and a lot more professional. Like we actually have schedules that we can all work around. We're not just doing one game a week, you know, we're actually like trying a lot harder to be, a better team and we want to have success and now uh, right on uh coach cat we'll kind of move over move over your way here too um kind of the same question to you um you know you know we we again we explored it in the story but you know the esports program was in pierce hall huddling around a laptop watching film from a previous match now there's significant funding there's a a center like like as a temporary center for you guys to go compete in to go practice in to go like like i said watch film how and i i think we've i think i've asked you this question before but how just how special is it to to see your team go from a club level to kind of have you know like like zach said kind of jumping around jumping through hoops just to just to play in matches and compete to it's kind of the real deal now. So for me, this has always been about getting opportunities for these students. Um, from the moment that I started coaching, you know, it was, it was being able to be a voice and an advocate for them um, and being able to, you know, see them get the resources that they need. Um, so watching the support come from, you know, the top down has just been incredible. Um, and, and, you know, this gives our students a chance to have, um, equal footing really in the esports arena. Um, not everyone has access to high quality computers on their own. Not everybody has access to high quality internet on their own. This is, this is a spot that has, given us the chance to have every one of our players on the same footing, um, giving them the same opportunity to use good equipment, um, really great equipment, um, and 
have the opportunity to compete in person with a consistent internet connection and, and a consistent schedule. And, um, you know, I've already seen that consistency paying off for some of these students. Um, we had one student who is on our maroon team who is now competing at a gold team level. Um, and it's, it's bonkers that in the two weeks that we've had these teams formed, you know, the consistent schedule uh, uh, scrims and and the the consistent um, players and and uh, camaraderie that they can create um, with the support they're getting from the university too, you know, it's it's so heartwarming overall just to see this this level of commitment to our students um, and I. Am a thousand percent behind it and, and making sure that all of our students can also eventually use the facility because this isn't just going to be for you know all of our esports students. Um, eventually it will open up to all students so that way everyone can have that opportunity. Yeah and, and kind of that that opportunity um, that was something that I, I that we had or you had talked about in the story as well, but, um, you know, and thinking about, and thinking about, about your players, which, um, uh, for viewers and, and listeners real quick, um, just to help break it down a little bit, um, each of the four, um, games or esports that, that is offered that's supported, uh, by the program is broken down into a maroon team and a gold team. Um, one, I, Right, gold team is like the first string, and maroon team is the second string. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so that's how that's broken down just a little bit. But um, that cat going kind of going back to what you were saying earlier, but um, about um, your your players having that opportunity again, something that we explored in the story, but just um, you know how how important is it for um, esports players to have an opportunity um, to compete under a, under the CMU banner, similar or just like um, you know, like a, like football players do or basketball players do. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a it's an opportunity to represent the university um, and to be basically a, a, an ambassador um, for our university. Um, and and I take that very seriously. Um, I myself am a two-time alum of CMU. Um, I actually am a graduate of the journalism program um, as well as the uh, MSA program in public administration. Um, so like, you know, the Chippewa pride is within me. Um, it, the CMU Chippewa pride is within me. Um, it is very important and near and dear to my heart. Um, and so being able to have our students come up and, and be these representatives um, and, and showcase it uh, is, is absolutely key. Um, but how can you do that if you don't have the uh, right equipment? You know, if somebody's playing on a laptop the entire time um, with a not so great internet connection, um, then that's going to put them at an unfair advantage. Um, so having that opportunity to, to get everybody into the same space, to, to get them to start thinking about how they're communicating in person and, and how they're calling things in game. Um, you know, it's, it's about more than just their in-game experiences too. It's about them having the opportunity to grow as, as people as well. Um, and, um, I really, I, I hope that it comes across for all of the students, um, and that, that they get that opportunity. 
Zach, kind of going back to you, um, you know, in terms of, and when you were growing up, you know, what, what, um, what, what kind of sports did you play? Um, and, and kind of what drew you to, uh, to playing League of Legends, I saw that was your brother actually brought you yeah. to it, correct? Yes, yes, actually. Uh, okay, well, in terms of sports, I played soccer, basketball, baseball. I wasn't the best at them, but I did play them. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but um, for League, uh, my brother did get me into it. Uh, I wasn't super serious at the time. I was like a sophomore in high school, barely played it. She played it for fun with my friends. Uh, and then I got, I got all right at it. I was pretty, I was pretty all right. And I got here, I went to central and I joined the club. And I remember when I was trying out for the team, one player said, if you are going to be in marching band, you will never get better at the game. And I took that as a challenge and I proved him wrong. And I still do band, and I'm, I don't want to glow, but I, I'm one of the better, like, one of the better, best players-ish. <laughs> I am, like, I'm a high rank. I've always been a high rank since I've been here, at least. And, uh, yeah, I mean, without my brother, I probably would have never even found out about League or ever wanted to play it, probably, because I used to follow in his footsteps. <laughs> that's awesome coach um i have a little bit of a claim here uh looks like we're looking at one of the best players on the team uh <laughs> what uh he, he is a high rank yes yep other than that, um, honestly zach has been he, he's been a great asset to our team um he's he's really started to step up this semester um and start to take on a leadership role and I, I'm really excited to see what he can do um, and to see what um, the team can do um, with his help um, honestly like it's one of those things that um, he knows the the game mechanics um, a little bit better than me I will only say a little bit because um, it's, it's only been a little bit since I've played the game um, but um, <laughs> no he's he's honestly such a, a great asset for all of us um, and he's uh, also kind of stepped into a role of helping coach uh, the Maroon team as well um, in some ways uh, talking about um, you know how different plays could go better um, how different uh, heroes can work better together um, that that kind of thing. Um, it's uh, he's he's been a, a great great help in in making sure that our teams are successful. Yeah, I'll and give that one to him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, wrapping it up. Um, are there? Do you guys have any any parting thoughts? Any any final thoughts uh, before we uh, before we wrap it up here? Please excuse my cat. Um, my cat. I I will leave you uh, with one last thought. Um, I. Would love it if everyone could go follow um, our Twitter and Twitch. Um, so our Twitter is at Cmich Esports, uh, C M I C H Esports, all one word. Um, and then our Twitch is Twitch.tv/slash Cmich Esports. Um, I believe we also have an Instagram, but I'm not entirely sure what the handle for that is. Zach, do you remember? Yeah. Uh, yes, so. it is Central Michigan Esports. Awesome. So if people could could give us a follow there, uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys heard it. 
Seamish Esports um, on Twitter, uh, twitch.tv slash Seamish Esports. Make sure you give uh, the esports program a follow. Um, with that, I think this is a sign off. So thank you guys again. One last time. Thank you guys again so much. We will talk to you guys again when we meet again. Thanks to sports editor Austin Chastain for taking over this week. You've been listening to Past Deadline, a production of the CM Life Podcast Division. Every story referenced in this episode can be found at our website, cm-life.com. To keep up with us, follow us on social media at Central Michigan Life on Instagram, at CM Life on Twitter, or follow the Central Michigan Life Facebook page. I've been your host, podcast editor Ben Ackley, and this has been Past Deadline. Until next week, so long and stay informed.